Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're talking about millipedes. If you know anything about millipedes, it's probably that they have like a million legs. Their name starts with milli, which means 1,000, and ends with pede, which means foot. So a millipede should have 1,000 feet, right? Well, think back to the Velvet Ants episode when we talked about how some bug names are not always accurate. Most species of millipede have about 300 feet, with one species having up to 750 which is the most legs of any other living being on Earth. There are about 7,000 species of millipedes in the world, with the United States and Canada having about 1,400 species. I'm just realizing we never talked about what a species is, so let's break that down really quick. When we get into taxonomy and the classification of living things, it gets pretty hairy, so I'm just going to give you a basic understanding. So when we classify things, we start big. For example, is it a plant or is it an animal? And then we get smaller and more specific. So all animals fall into the same big category, but as we get more specific, giraffes and cats, for example, would fall into different groups. One of the more specific groups we use is species. In a species, you have very similar animals or plants that have just a few differences. Let's look at cats as an example. Think about a lion and a tiger. They have a lot of similarities. They're both big cats. Their faces kind of look similar, but they definitely have some differences too. They're both considered big cats and are in several of the same classification groups, but are in different species. House cats, on the other hand, start in the same category as these lions and tigers, but are quite different from the big cats. House cats as a group all look very similar. They may vary in size or color, but they're all the same species. I tried to make that as simple as possible without getting too into classifications. If you're still curious, there are a lot of online resources that can help you learn more about the classification of living things. There's great YouTube videos really explaining it all and breaking it down. That's not really the point of bug plug, so I'm going to move on from that. Okay, back to millipedes. 7,000 species is a lot. We can't learn about all of them all at once, so let's just focus on one today, the American Great Millipede. As its name suggests, it's a large millipede that lives in the U.S. This one can get up to 5 inches long and can have 300 to 400 legs. If you've never seen a millipede before, head over to our Instagram page at bugplugpod to see some pictures. The American millipede is basically a round tube with a lot of legs. The millipede's body is made up of a head and a trunk. Not an elephant trunk, like a a different trunk. It's different. Although millipedes kind of look like elephant trunks. If you want to think of it as that, I think that's okay. The head has two eyes, two short antennae, and a small mouth. The trunk is just the rest of the body, made up of segments that each have two pairs of legs. As the millipede grows, it just gains more segments, making it longer and giving it more legs. 
Can you imagine having 300 legs? Where would you buy your shoes? How would you wear pants? 300 sounds like too many legs. I'd like to pause right here to talk about how a millipede is different than a centipede. When you look at a millipede's body, it's very round and all its legs are underneath it. A centipede, however, is flatter and its legs are on the sides of its body. Centipedes only have one pair of legs on each segment and usually have much fewer legs than a millipede. Some centipedes are venomous, meaning if it bites you, you'll get sick. Millipedes are not venomous and very few are poisonous. Remember, venomous means if it bites you, you get sick. Poisonous is the other way around. If you bite it, you get sick. Do you remember Snow White? That whole story where she bites the poisonous apple? Poisonous. She bit it. She got sick. Now, if the apple had bitten her, the apple would have been venomous. Despite being pretty safe, a millipede may try to scare you off by secreting or releasing a brown liquid. This may be slightly irritating to your skin, but is otherwise completely safe. Millipedes need a lot of moisture, so they tend to live in damp areas. Around yards in the eastern to central United States, millipedes may be found in gardens and flower beds. They live under mulch, dead leaves, grass clippings, plants, anywhere that can be shady and hide some moisture, they'll live under it. If you're working outside in spring or summer, you may find some tightly curled up with all of its legs on the inside. This makes their hard exoskeleton the first thing a potential predator encounters, keeping the millipede safe from being somebody's lunch. An exoskeleton is kind of like an armor that many bugs have. Um, some shed their exoskeleton as they grow, but essentially it's what makes bugs crunchy, for lack of a better word. We can get into exoskeletons more in another episode. When you find a millipede all curled up, it's safe to carefully pick it up. After a minute or two, it may uncurl and start climbing up your arm. Remember, if it's scared, it'll release that brown kind of liquidy stuff. Just make sure you wash your hands after. Millipedes are scavengers who eat damp or decaying wood and plant matter. They've also been known to eat softer fruits and vegetables. I feel like the hissing cockroaches that we talked about last time had some really cool things to talk about. The millipede may seem a little boring in comparison. I want to talk about them today because they aren't a bug that most people know very much about. Millipedes are fairly common and very friendly, so the goal for today's episode is to hopefully give you a little bit more information on these gentle flowerbed dwellers and maybe make you comfortable enough to hold one the next time you see one. People do keep millipedes as pets. My advice if you want to keep one is to set up a tank with all the leaves and sticks and just find a millipede in your yard. We talked last week about why you shouldn't release non-native bugs into your backyard, but you won't have that problem if you find the millipede locally. You can always catch a millipede, keep it for a few days to enjoy it, then release it back into your yard and let it live its normal life. Alright, I feel like we learned a lot today, so let's do a quick review. Millipedes are found all over the world and don't actually have a thousand legs. Millipedes are very friendly bugs who live in damp places. They are not venomous and don't hurt people at all. Millipedes and centipedes are different. Centipedes are a different thing entirely and sweet little millipedes should not be lumped in with a more aggressive centipede. 
Remember, your millipedes won't hurt you. It is totally safe to pick one up and hold one if you find one. Make sure it's a millipede, not a centipede. If you haven't already, you can see pictures of millipedes at bugplugpod on Instagram, or you can Google it. It'd be a fun activity to see if there are different millipede species in your area. See if you could find them. I'd do that. I might do that this spring. Keep an eye out on the Instagram page. If I do that, I'll post pictures. Thank you for learning about bugs with me today. I'll see you next time on the Bug Plug Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Bug Plug Podcast. Nope, that's not the intro.